0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing with the Gospel of Mark, we're in the third chapter. And so let's go over to verse 13. We left off verse 12 previously. Verse 13 says this, And he, that's Jesus, went up on the mountain and summoned those whom he himself wanted, and they came to him. So Jesus goes up on the mountain, and he summons the ones that he wants to come to him. And the ones that he summoned came to him. Verse 14, And he appointed twelve so that they would be with him, and that they would send, that he would send them out to preach, and to have authority to cast out the demons. So, uh, grab it. What's going on here? Okay, he goes up the mountain and he summons some folks there, and then he appoints tw- the twelve. Uh, apparently, it's twelve out of all those that he had summoned. How did he know which ones to pick, which ones to choose? Well, in one of the other Gospels, you find out that he'd been praying all night. He goes before the Father, and he seeks the mind of the Lord related to this. Now, you know, we did the uh, we went through the Gospel of Matthew a while back, and then we did a lot of the cross-referencing with Matthew. In other words, every time there was a parallel Gospel account, basically, in Matthew, I checked it out in Mark, Luke, and sometimes even in John. Uh, I'm not doing that with Mark right now. <laughs> with Mark, I'm just sort of reading through it. Uh, just because uh, I want us to get the, the feel and the impact of uh, Mark's writing. Uh, the fact that he keeps saying what? And immediately, and immediately, and immediately, how he presses the, the story along. And, uh, but I say that to uh, give you a word of encouragement. Make sure that you read all the other Gospels or listen to the other Gospels in relationships to accounts. It's good to read it through like we're doing right now. But if you really want to study, if you really want to know all that the Lord has, you have to look at all that the Lord's given us, right? So he appoints these 12. And why did he appoint them? Look what it says, first of all, so that they would be with him. He appointed them to be with him. Now, that meant here in the natural to travel with him, okay, to be with him for this period of time, however long it was. So to be with him, you know what? Those of us who believe are appointed the same thing. That we would be with him and that he would be with us. Then the second thing, and that he, Jesus, would send them out to preach, to proclaim. To proclaim what? To proclaim the kingdom of God. You see that in other gospels. He tells them, go out and preach the kingdom of God. But that's not all. Also, to have authority to cast out demons. So, he appointed these twelve so that they would be with him, that he would send them out to preach, and that they would have authority. And the authority, particularly to cast out demons. Now a lot of times people say, Well, this was only for the twelve. This is not for your average B flat believer, <laughs> your average guy who's believer today. I'm not too sure I would say that. Particularly because of Jesus' high priestly prayer and the things that he reveals there in John seventeen. Well, anyway, verse sixteen says this. And Jesus appointed the twelve, and then it names who they were. Simon, and then parenthetically it says this, to whom Jesus gave the name Peter, and James, the son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James. And then another parenthetical statement, to them he gave the name Boanerges, which means sons of thunder. And, you know, both these little parenthetical statements right here give us insight into uh, how Mark wrote this, maybe even what Mark's source was. Remember how we uh, uh, were talking about at the beginning of our time together in Mark, that this is likely Mark's account of, of what Peter had told him, okay? that Mark was close to Peter, and that Mark traveled with Peter, likely might have been his translator, that type of thing in certain circumstances. And so these little parenthetical things where it says Simon, uh, to whom he gave the name Peter, and James and John, the ones that he called the sons of thunder, those were things that would be known by somebody that was very intimate with the situation. Well, then Mark continues, verse 18, naming the other 12, and Andrew, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, and Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Now, in the other Gospels, you'll see other lists, other times when the gospel, the uh, apostles are listed like this, these 12, and the names might be a little different. Same way today. We'll call somebody John Mark. <laughs> we'll call somebody Bubba Hyde. <laughs> Things like that, okay? But it's, it's speaking of the same people, okay? So he calls them, and don't you love it when it says, Mark says, Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. You know, throwing in that at the very beginning, this is the one that's going to betray you, even though they did not know at that time. Now listen to these last two verses, verse 20, Mark 3. And he came home, and the crowd gathered again to such an extent that they could not even eat a meal. So he comes home, and there's so many people gathering together, there's such a crowd pressing in outside the building, apparently inside the building, they couldn't even sit down and eat a meal. So what do you think his family thought of all this? What do you think their reaction to all this? Well, we don't have to think. We're told. in <laughs> Verse 21, when his people heard of this, okay, when his people, his kinsmen, heard of this, they went out to take custody of him, of Jesus. For they were saying, he's lost his senses. <laughs> oh. Well, don't you love that? His family members were saying that he's lost his senses. Now, the religious rulers are already accusing him of what? Being demonic and things like that. But now, very kinsmen, your very family members are coming out to take custody of him. To take custody. I think that means to seize. Oh, it is. Yeah, I just looked it up. It means to uh, to rule, to arrest, to be ruled by somebody. (laughs) The really... Go out and seize him and take him away. For they were saying he lost his senses. Now it says his own people. His kinsmen, who's his own people? Is it speaking of the Jews? Well, we don't know. Is it speaking perhaps of his brothers? It could be because none of his brothers believed when Jesus was alive. They believed after he was resurrected. Yeah. So sometimes we don't realize uh, or really reflect and think about uh, just a family dynamic that was going on. So here Jesus did. He prayed. He'd gone up to the mountain. He'd received from the Lord, and he appoints these 12 to be with him. Okay, to be with him, to go out to preach. He's going to send the preach, and he gave them authority to cast out demons. Man, these are powerful, powerful men. Jesus comes home, and his family members are wanting to do what? The him, to arrest him within the familial term of it. And then why? Because they thought he had lost his senses. Boy, you talk about a roller coaster ride right there of emotions, right? Had Jesus lost his senses? Of course not. He had not. But they didn't know what to think about the, all this stuff that was going on with all these people gathering around him. They didn't know what to think about the healing. They didn't know what to think about the demons going about, all this stuff. Did Mary know? Yes, Mary knew. That's a great song. Mary, did you know? Yes, Mary knew it all. <laughs> okay. She knew who Jesus, but even she was amazed by what was happening. Anyway, thank you so much for your time. I'm Dale. I'll see you in the next episode.